basketball road to madness our second show is ready to take off we got a weekend of college basketball action in the books our man dynamite david is with us as always you're ready to break down the weekend games and get into this week's games let's do it all right let's kick off friday there are a couple games uh, to look at here on friday we'll start off with probably the biggest one on the day uh michigan state wisconsin michigan state went in there and uh beat up on wisconsin pretty good uh does this uh make you think anything less of uh wisconsin or do you always thought michigan state was probably a better team uh here i think this makes me think a little bit less of wisconsin you know we talked on our last show uh how these kind of all these teams right here are in the around the top were all in the same tier and we were looking for some separation. I think this uh, provides a little clarity here. Uh, you had mentioned that you thought Michigan State was the more legitimate team. I think you were right on the money with that uh, because they, they pretty much dominated this game from beginning to end. Yeah, the only thing that, uh, you know, uh, gave me a little pause here was the margin of victory. I, I thought, you know, Wisconsin might have given a little bit better battle, but they didn't. Uh, next up in the Big Ten, uh, this was when I was a little higher on Illinois. They looked really, really bad versus Maryland. Uh, I, I think, you know, Maryland's got a couple wins here in a row, starting to get the program back uh, to where I think we thought at the beginning of the season it was after all the turmoil with the coach. Uh Looking a little less at uh, Illinois here, or maybe Maryland starts to make a little bit of a push here towards the end uh, in the uh, Big Ten. I I don't know if I'm buying Maryland just yet. I think this is more of just Illinois kind of than a, a downward spiral after that loss to Purdue. Uh, just, I mean, this Maryland team I still think is ranked 13th in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, we're about halfway through conference play now, so they've got a lot of climbing to do. Uh, but, you know, this is an Illinois team that was first in the Big Ten last week, uh, so they're falling fast, and they're going to need to turn things around. Uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll wait and see on Maryland, uh, but I'm not quite a believer on them yet. Yeah, Illinois' inconsistency sort of just, uh, which has pretty much gone all season, just continues again. Uh, you know, granted, Friday night road game, difficult, but, uh, you know, the way they got beat, a uh, little disconcerting. Uh, we'll move into the MAC and uh, the showdown for the two top teams in the MAC. And uh, let me tell you, I was surprised that Toledo went into Ohio and beat them up as uh, much as they did. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, Toledo looks like the uh, team to beat here in the MAC. Uh, they got a big matchup. We're glit to it versus Buffalo. But uh, uh, were you shocked at the uh, result in this one that it was just so lopsided towards Toledo? Because I, I really thought Ohio was the you know team to beat here in the MAC. Yeah, I definitely thought this game would be a lot closer, uh, you know, especially Toledo going on the road in here. Um, just really impressive win by by 20 on the road. Uh, we'll see if Ohio can bounce back, but uh, Toledo's definitely taking charge here. Yeah, definitely. So uh, uh, we'll go to our two-for-one I gave. Uh, Merrimack had uh, matchups uh, versus Bryant and Wagner, the two top teams uh, <laughs> in the Northeast, and uh, they went down pretty bad. So uh, I, I think this probably crosses uh, Merrimack out of there, and uh, we're looking at Bryant and Wagner as a showdown in the Northeast Conference here, definitely. Yeah, these were games you were really focused on. I, I, I have to admit I didn't watch these games, but uh... – 
you know, we'll, we'll start to see some separation and I'm going to start focusing in on some of these smaller teams because that's where the money's going to be made. Yeah, definitely so. Bryant seemed to have found their uh, form after playing a real tough schedule early and uh, not doing so well, but they've gotten into conferences starting beating people up. Uh, Wagner's just been solid all season long. Next up, I threw this in there. I, I didn't have it uh, as our uh, game of the week on uh, Friday, but uh, St. Bonaventures, who lost earlier in the week, uh, got back on the winning track here versus Duquesne. Uh, just curious, we didn't, uh, you know, get into St. Bonaventures on our seating. They've had, you know, hot and cold starts, a little bit of a COVID thing. Uh, what do you make of St. Bonaventures here? Uh, getting the win versus Duquesne, but uh, do you think they're a legit team that can uh, sort of uh, maybe crash in on that Sweet 16 party? Yeah, I, th- I think they're definitely capable of a Sweet 16. Now, where they get seated is the is the question. You know, you look at their strength of schedule and who they played and, and consistency there, but uh, I think they're definitely capable of, you know, going in as like a a five or a six seed and, uh, and, and maybe getting through, but uh, they're going to have to win probably, you know, the majority of their games on the way out even to get that high just with the strength of schedule. Yeah, definitely so. I, I had them as a sort of dark horse uh, going in here, and uh, they've just sort of let me down uh, just with their inconsistent play. I, I know COVID has sort of wrecked them. They they missed almost a month of their season there. But uh, nonetheless, uh, back on the winning track, we'll see if they can get, you know, rolling again. And, and lastly, the Mountain West – I we talked about Fresno making a push, you know, towards maybe a tournament berth. Uh, tough loss uh, versus Nevada here. Uh, still, I, I think, with a legitimate shot if they make a run because I, I think there are a lot of quality teams in the Mountain West, San Diego State, Boise State, Wyoming. This Nevada team's solid, not great. and uh, But uh, disappointing loss here for Fresno. I think this is one they had to have. Yeah, definitely. You know, you, you talked about them building momentum and uh... – they needed to go in and get this win over Nevada if they wanted to uh, get people believing that they were the real deal in that conference uh, let down. But there's still some opportunities down the road. Yeah, definitely so. All right, we'll get to Saturday's games here. Uh, the big one, Kentucky-Auburn. Auburn pretty much dominated this game uh, the whole way through. Definitely in the second half, uh, really sort of took control of the game. Uh, basically, I just think Auburn's the better team here uh, watching this game. I thought they had the better players in this one. Yeah, that's my initial reaction, but, you know, I go back, I rewatched this game for a second time, and, you know, really Kentucky had control of this game for most of the first half up until uh, Ty Ty Washington went out with about eight minutes left. You know, I saw, uh, you know, Kessler looked really good. Uh, he got a lot of where the guard would penetrate, draw a double team, and he'd have a slam dunk. Uh, he had one of his better games. And and I think the length of Kessler really really gave, uh, you know, Kentucky's big man Sheebway some trouble down low. Uh kind of challenged him a little bit to where, you know, his ball skills are going to have to get, improve a little bit. If he wants to go up against the elite big man, he can't just uh, dominate everyone and grab every rebound. So, uh, you know, I still like this Kentucky team. I think if they get healthy, uh, you know, they may not be able to grab that one seed uh, depending on how the season goes, but watch out come tournament time because if they're healthy going to the tournament, I really like this Kentucky team. Yeah, that's interesting, your take on this one. I didn't watch it live. Uh, you know, I had to watch it after I already knew the result uh, of the game, and I watched it. And uh, my feel on it, I, I just thought Auburn, they might not have been winning, but I never thought, uh, you know, Kentucky – really uh, was the dominant team here. Uh, and that might be just because I already knew the result and I knew what was coming. Uh, you know, they they played them solid in that first half. I just thought, you know, as I was watching, I was like, 
Auburn's always a better team. Once shots start going down, uh, they're going to pull this away. But once again, you know, that's sort of one of those things where, you know, you're playing the result because I already knew the result, uh, you know, in my head. So maybe I watched it with a little bit of a biased eye. I think you watched a little more of it uh, live uh, before uh, your Titans game there than I did. Yeah, I actually watched this one all uh, live all the way through, and I went back and recapped it. It was a great basketball game, and I think I think both of these teams are capable of Final Four runs uh, as far as talent. But like I said, I think Sheboy needs to develop more uh, down low. He was this is the first game I think he's been challenged against another elite big man. Uh, but Auburn's definitely capable uh, uh, capable of going to the Final Four again. Um, you know, this is the best big man they've had. You know, they've they've usually relied on guard play and shooting, and and they didn't really have a whole – they had some threes in this game, but it was yeah. really a, just a lot of interior play in this one. Um, so I don't know if that threw off Kentucky's game plan, but uh, like I said, I think both of these teams are still good. You know, it was a really hard road environment for Kentucky, and they still competed well. Um, so don't ever count out Calipari and the Cats. This is a good team. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it was – I will say it was good to see Auburn win this game – without necessarily having to have those guards, you know, uh, light it up from the outside. Uh, you know, they, they've been so uh, sort of guard three-point shooting uh, heavy uh, throughout Bruce Pearl's probably tenure there at Auburn, especially since he's gotten them rolling. So uh, that was a nice sort of spot to see that maybe if the guards aren't hitting, they, they can sort of switch a little bit of style and they don't lose uh, too much on the offensive side of things. Let's go to uh, another one of the top teams, uh, Pretty cruisy game for them, uh, uh, Baylor yep. versus Oklahoma. Uh, uh, I, right now, uh, I've watched a couple of these games here. I, I think Baylor's probably the best team in college basketball. I know they had that little blip, uh, but when they're flowing uh, defensively, uh, a lot like yep. last year, it, it just they can just sort of python you into submission on that defensive side of the ball. Yeah, this was a game that I was kind of hoping that maybe we'd see something from Oklahoma. They've got a couple of good wins on the season, but uh, really wanted to see how they compete with Baylor because, like you, I think Baylor's one of the best teams in the country. And, and uh, you know, Baylor did what they do. They forced Oklahoma into, I think, 21 turnovers in this one. So that was really the difference in the game. And, you know, it's funny. You look at Baylor, I think they had 17 turnovers in this game. But yeah. the way they play uh, – the turnovers don't necessarily hurt them as bad. They they want the game up and down, fast paced. Whether they're turning it over or forcing the other team to turn over, uh, it's it's just a, a up and down, and 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 they're really good. And and that defense is going to be really challenging come tournament time. Yeah, it, it's a little bit of a field of old school sort of Nolan Richards style. Not quite that aggressive, uh, but they if they get it into sort of hectic mode where both teams are you know trying to do stuff faster than they can. Uh, they got control of this game, and they're going to end up on top. So uh, interesting result. I'm curious what we're going to get from Oklahoma because they've really, once they've gotten into conference play, they have not quite looked as good as they did in in non-conference play. So curious to see if they can sort of bounce back and uh, put together a couple wins here. Yeah, I think Oklahoma's going to end up being right on the bubble. Uh, It'll be interesting to see whether they do enough to get in, uh, but I think they're going to be right on the edge of getting into the tournament. Yeah, uh, this one, I I don't think the result was all that, uh, you know, in doubt here. Villanova beat up on Georgetown. I'm just curious, can this Villanova team make a run to the Final Four? Do you think it's that kind of capable team? I I mean, when they're flowing offensively like this, they look pretty impressive. But then, you know, we we talked about it. You see games where it's not flowing, and and then they get beat. I guess the the one uh, good thing you can look at with this Villanova team is they've 
they've really been challenged. Uh, so, you know, once they get into the elite levels, if they get into the Sweet 16, they're going to be ready for some of these games. Now, like you said, their offense is really relying on hitting those shots. Uh, so um, maybe they can get some momentum. But uh, I do like the fact that they've kind of run through the gauntlet and really challenged themselves. I like it when teams uh, get that tough schedule, uh, you know, win or lose. They play the best in the, in the country, and I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, next up, LSU, Tennessee. Uh, I, I thought this one was one Tennessee had to have to show they can at yep. least play and beat these elite teams. Uh, tight game uh, throughout, and and then Tennessee sort of pulled away there that last, second half, uh, and uh, LSU just went into a scoring drought. Uh, are, are you concerned at all with LSU and how that offense the last couple weeks really uh, ha- has been poor? Uh, or you think it's just one of those, you know, uh, a little downside, they'll bounce uh, right back up. And uh, what did you think of Tennessee in this game? Yeah, I thought going in, this was a game that both of these teams needed really desperately. You know, LSU had two consecutive losses coming in. Tennessee hadn't won back-to-back games in about a month. Uh, so both of these teams really, you know, needed this win. And it started out ugly. You know, there was a manager scuffle before the game and uh, just really physical game. Uh I do think that, uh, you know, Tennessee shot the ball early really well, and that gave them a lead that they kind of just hang on to the rest of the way. It was really a back-and-forth game, but, uh, you know, Tennessee just had that lead at the beginning that that LSU couldn't quite make up throughout the whole game. Um, But I think LSU is going to have to get a little bit more consistently offensively. Uh, Some guards are going to have to step up. but uh, it was nice to see Tennessee hit some shots. Now, they did hit some shots early, but I think at one point they attempted 13 three-pointers in a row. Uh, not a fan of that when you're in the 200th ranking of three-point shooting. So uh, I still think Tennessee needs to work the ball inside more, but it was good to get a, a win against a really strong defensive team like LSU. But still look for Tennessee to do something on the road. Um, they haven't really performed well on the road this year, except other than at Vanderbilt. Um, so we'll and see what they do. that wasn't all that pretty. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I I need to see some road wins from this Tennessee team after getting just crushed at Kentucky. Um, so we'll see how it goes forward. But LSU, you know, three game skid. They're probably looking at falling out of the top twenty five now. Uh, we'll see if they can recover. But like I said, they they need some uh, consistency, especially at guard play. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so I, I thought really good win for Tennessee. At least shows they can uh, you know hang with a handful of these teams we think are uh, you know in the top tier elite. Uh, one that might be fallen out of the elite here, and uh, I, I think both you and I were still high on even after they uh, <laughs> you know uh, had lost a handful of ro- uh, in a row there. But uh, this one's a, a little bit tougher to take. They were at home. Granted, TCU's, uh, I think, flown a little bit under the radar. Uh, Jamie Dixon hasn't played pretty good basketball here, but uh, 59-44, lose at home. Uh, Are we still holding on to Iowa State here, or are we going to start pulling back and wait to see if they can sort of bounce back here? Well, you know, I think there's still opportunity for them to to get some big wins. They have another tough week this week, too, though. And and, and really, a lot of the the voters and the committee, I think, respect the big 12 it's got a lot of good teams top to bottom in this big 12 uh so i was i was state still got some room uh to to get some wins but this is a really ugly loss and they're gonna have to turn something around quick uh and get some scoring and consistency uh but you know give some props to tcu uh yeah. they they may just uh sneak their way in the top half of the conference here because uh, they've been playing really good basketball 
Yeah, I think this uh, still says a lot about TCU. I don't think anyone knows. They're, they're sort of creeped up in the standings in the Big 12. They sort of quietly have, uh, you know, snaked their way up there as a, a couple of those uh, other top-tier teams have dropped off in conference play. They seem to have played pretty well in conference play and handled it nicely. Uh, got another tough game this week. We'll see how they handle that one. But, uh, yeah, nice win by TCU. Uh, stay in the Big 12 here. Uh, not shocked that Texas Tech uh, – won this game 78-65 at home versus West Virginia. I, I'm just curious what you think uh, about West Virginia. It's not quite as aggressive defensively as uh, a handful of those Huggins teams have been in the past. Um, they got a handful of nice wins here, but uh, it, it just seems this isn't a classic sort of West Virginia team. I, I, I'm curious what you think about them overall. Yeah, when I think of, you know, these Huggins West Virginia teams, I think of the really just in your face defense, you know, kind of like what we see at Baylor now. Yeah. And just haven't seen that the last couple of years from West Virginia. Now, uh I that being said, you know, I thought their guards looked pretty good, but you know, Texas Tech just dominated in the paint. I was seeing offensive rebound after offensive rebound for Texas Tech, and that was the difference in this game. Um, so you know, we'll see if they recover, but I, I just don't know, you know, like we were just saying, this is a top, this is a tough conference and, and they may struggle to stay on the top half of the rankings in this conference. Yeah. I, I'm really curious. They have a tough game uh, this week. I think uh, West Virginia probably in a uh, sort of must win situation. Next up, we'll go to the Missouri Valley and uh, Missouri State got a nice, nice road win over Loyola Chicago. I, I think that's a really good road win there. I, I'm curious to see if there can be two MVC teams in there. Uh, probably hurts Loyola Chicago at large bit a little bit, uh, but this is a pretty solid Missouri State team. I, I think I'm just more impressed with a nice win here for Missouri State, who I thought, uh, who I thought is uh, a pretty solid, you know, small school team here uh, this season. Yeah, this was this was an interesting game to go back and watch the highlights for. Uh, Missouri State was just on fire yeah. from three. Uh, Mosley, I think, scored forty points, player of the week probably. Uh, but they shot 53 and a uh, percent from the field. And that, you know, anytime you do that, you're going to have a really good shot at winning. You know, Loyola struggled a little bit, only shot 40%. So I think that's the difference in the game. And uh, they're going to have to play some better defense on these shooters if they're going to want to win these big games. But uh, really impressed with Missouri State to go into Loyola and get that win. Yeah, uh, definitely going to keep my eye still on Missouri State. I think this is a good team. If they could sneak into that tournament, uh, they might be one of those who can uh, sort of maybe spring an upset on one of these. Move to the <laughs> ACC, Florida State, Miami. Uh, this sort of played out uh, how Florida State likes the game. 61-60, they got the win here. Uh, we'll go over a couple other ACC teams uh, down at the bottom of the Saturday. I'm curious who you think uh, – is the second best team in the ACC. I think we all agree Duke's probably the best team in the ACC here, but there are a couple, you know, teams hovering around there. Florida State seems to have found the rhythm. Miami was hot the previous two weeks before that. Uh, so nice win by Florida State here, but uh, I, I'm curious who you think uh, the be second best team here is in the ACC. Is it this Florida State team? Is it Miami? Is it a couple of these teams we're going to get to uh, a little later uh, uh, that played Saturday? I may shock you a little bit here. Uh, I think this Florida State team may be the best yeah. team in the ACC. Uh, maybe not the second best team. You know, they just got a win over Duke, I think, a week and a half ago. Uh, they beat this Miami team twice. Um, now, 
I wasn't exactly, I, you know, this first half, if, if you've watched this game Saturday, I, I pointed it out as one of the games to watch going in. And uh, Florida State was up on this one 43-19 to 19 at the half and uh, ended up only winning by one because Miami yes. <laughs> outscored them 41-18 to 18 in the second half. Uh, but they held on, and uh, that's impressive uh, to get that, you know, Especially down against. in Miami, good win on the road. Yeah, so I'm I'm really liking this Florida State. I think, uh, you know, I, I I'd maybe put them one A, one B with Duke kind of right there. Even like I said, they've already beat Duke once this year. We'll uh, see what happens uh, if they yeah they play again in mid February. So we'll see how that goes down. See if Florida State can keep some of those momentum. Uh, definitely can't be a one half team like they were Saturday. Um, the other team to watch out for, and I think we'll come up to them in a minute. Uh, maybe put ahead of this Miami team is this uh, your Wake Forest uh, yeah. Demon Dinkins. You're big on them. so. Uh, but, yeah, I really like Florida State. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, you know, I, I was sort of hoping you'd say that because uh, I, I think <laughs> this Florida State, it got off to a slow start, but uh, Leonard had sort of found, uh, you know, his flow here. And uh, I've sort of been watching him for about three or four weeks here, and it's, it's, it's sort of minimal progress, minimal progress, and now wins are starting to come. And I wonder if they start to become the one that pushes, you know, Duke uh, atop that ACC here. I, I thought it might be Miami. Uh, granted, they looked really good in the second half. You mentioned it. I think they're still probably hovering in there. It, it's just I, I can't quite figure them out. Well, one thing I was going to say about Miami real quick, and I think this is kind of what they struggled with, is I think they had five players uh, with, you know, 30-plus minutes in that game. Yeah. So they're, they don't go very deep at all. And, and that's really going to hurt you in a long basketball season. Um, and and I, I think that's their biggest issue. They're going to need some bench players to step up, some six men that can come in and play well to spell these guys because uh, you, you can't have your starting lineup playing, you know, 35, 40 minutes a game. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, uh, next up, uh, Davidson <laughs> versus Fordham. Uh, Davidson continues to win basketball games. I, I just wanted to – how serious are you taking this Davidson team? They had, had a couple nice uh, early non-conference wins on, on the season, including one versus Alabama. So uh, how serious are you taking this Davidson team? I mean, their offense continues to be probably one of the most efficient in uh, basketball. Yeah, I think more uh, more so, especially in their conference and in tournament play, if your offense can play like this, uh, you're capable of beating anybody. And, uh, you know, we saw that with Alabama. Uh, that's a really, really good quality win. So uh, we'll see how they do moving into their conference. Yeah, definitely. So uh, next up on our list, we're going into the Colonial. UNC Wilmington came away with a, a nice win over uh, Townsend to sort of stake their claim as a top team in the Colonial. Uh, we got a couple showdowns this week with Delaware, who's probably going to throw their name in there. Uh, you know, Townsend, once again, still stays in there because they also play Delaware this week. Uh, but a really nice win for uh, UNC Wilmington. Uh, another team that's uh, really sort of uh, fun and efficient on the uh, offensive side of things here. Yeah, uh, you know, road road conference wins are always good, especially when they're in the top tier of your conference. Yeah, definitely so. All right, next up, uh, we're going to go 
into uh, New Mexico State, Stephen F. Austin, Grand Canyon, and Sam Houston. These are the four best teams. They all sort of played each other this week. Uh, New Mexico State probably looks like the best team. Seattle still sort of has their hat in the ring there uh, with their weird coaching situation who ended up getting fired uh, because he was yelling racial things at players. And since then, they've pretty much gone undefeated. So I don't know quite what to make of that Seattle team, but I, I do think uh, these four are in the mix here. And uh, New Mexico State uh, looks like the uh, probably the dominant team here, but uh, Sam Houston's definitely made a push uh, the since they've entered conference play, but uh, really like the way New Mexico State has looked here uh, between these four teams, uh, Grand Canyon, Stephen F. Austin, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston. Yeah, you look at those, you know, those four scores or the two scores in those uh, between those four teams and, you know, Grand Canyon, Sam Houston, two-point game, not much separation there, but New Mexico State, uh, you know, winning by, you know, 14 against uh, Stephen F. Austin, so a little bit more separation there. Uh, so as of right now, they look like the better team. We'll see how the rest of the year plays out. Yeah, I'm curious how Grand Canyon plays. They had the tough uh, road stretch here. They went to Stephen F. Austin earlier in the week, lost that one, then had to go to Sam Houston, lost a tight one there. Uh, we'll see if they can bounce back. Uh, next up, uh, we'll go to Conference USA. Uh, UAB continues to play well. Nice, nice road win versus yep. Louisiana Tech. Uh, really, really impressive. So uh, I I, I got my eye on UAB. I think they could play a, be a player here if they can get into the tournament. I don't know how many at-large bids uh, they'll give out to Conference USA. Maybe two uh, with this Louisiana Tech or Liberty team hovering around there. But I really, really like this UAB team. Yeah, big win, uh, you know, going up against another potential tournament team on the road and just to come in and, and you know, uh, and, and secure the win pretty handily. So impressive by UAB. We'll, uh, we'll see how they continue to play. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned the ACC. I'm going to group these two together here. Uh, Notre Dame went into Louisville 82-70 to 70, uh, with a win over Louisville. L Louisville continues to look uh, uh, weird, let's just say. Yeah. And then uh, North Carolina, uh, you know, it, it was one of the days where they did not play defense and uh, they lost 98-76. So they continue to look weird. One day they're holding people to 50 and uh, winning by 20. The next day they're holding people to 100 and uh, losing by 20. Uh, but Wake continues to play pretty good basketball. Notre Dame ha has started to find their form a little bit here. Uh who are you more down on? Who are you more up on uh, between these uh, sort of four teams here? I think I'm more down on North Carolina here. Uh, I think, you know, yeah, this game was on the road, but to go in and lose by 20 to to Wake Forest, who's been playing great uh, basketball, uh, but I don't know how legitimate they really are. I mean, North Carolina has not been that great this year, um, but I think Wake Forest is going to start uh, getting a little bit more national respect now that they've beaten the Tar Heels. Um, but, you know, Louisville, we've kind of been seeing this from them. Uh, they've lost four out of their last five. Um, I, I think they're going to turn it around here soon. I think there's a there's a big game tonight. Uh, yeah. I'm, I may be, maybe leaning their way. Uh, and, and Notre Dame, you know, I don't know if this was so much them playing good or just bad basketball from Louisville. Yeah. Uh, but I think North Carolina has got the biggest red flag out of those four, out of those yeah. three teams. So. Because they can't defend, yeah. Basically anyone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm just, that is true. I don't know quite what to make of Notre Dame. Uh, you know, early in the year, I, I didn't think they looked very good, but they, they look much different now. I have no feel on Louisville 
whatsoever at all. Uh, North Carolina is just always a wild card. If you get defensive effort, they're probably going to win. You don't get defensive effort, they probably are going to lose. It's, it's sort of they either win by 20 or lose by 20. Uh, you don't know quite which one's showing up, and Wake's just uh, been pretty consistent and, and fun to watch throughout. I, I don't know how legitimate it is. Uh, it's one of those things, sort of like their football season, where you didn't quite expect anything coming in, and now they continue to win games, and you are like, uh, did everybody just read this wrong? Or uh, are they just uh, playing above their heads for a, a long stretch here? Uh, lastly, we'll get to the last game on Saturday, uh, the offensive classic uh, that was Boise State and San Diego State. Uh, I apologize to anyone who watched this. Uh, granted, uh, they were trying to push that this was great defense uh, all around. Uh I'm not quite sold totally on that. Uh, both teams very good defensively, but uh, there are a lot of missed shots in this game. Um, 42-37, good road win by Boise State, though. Continue to play really, really good basketball in the uh, conference here. Yeah, any road conference win is a good win, especially uh, in theirs. But uh, I I did not watch this game. <laughs> uh, uh, there you're was... welcome. You saved yourself <laughs> lots of missed shots. So, uh, but yeah, I may may have to start looking into Boise State a little bit more and uh, and see how legitimate of a team they are. All right, let's go to Sunday. Three games Sunday to uh, talk about here. Uh, we put Northwestern Purdue result, uh, not uh, you know all that shocking home win over a, a poor Northwestern team, but back on the winning map. Uh, I, I talked about it on Thursday. I dropped Purdue a little bit because I thought they'd struggle in that uh, game versus Indiana on the day we were recording their show. They did end up losing that game. Uh, still really high on Purdue, or are you uh, a little more off them after that loss versus Indiana? I, I still think they're they're close to the top of the Big Ten. I mean, uh, you, you know, drop, drop a game against Indiana, but, you know, they've had a good showing against Illinois. Uh, just – they're going to have to string some wins together to really, you know, I was starting to buy in on them and then they had that ugly loss, but took care of business against Northwestern. Uh, I think they have a big one coming up here uh, this week. So we'll see how they, uh, if things string two together, but you know, a lot of up and down from them, but when they're playing good, I think they're one of the best teams in college basketball, uh, but they just got to be consistent. Yeah. Uh, next up, Xavier uh, went to Marquette and uh, got beat up uh, pretty good here. Uh, Marquette 75, yeah. Xavier 64. Uh, this Marquette team, uh, great, awful, uh, okay, and uh, now great again, apparently. So uh, I don't quite know how to read this team, but uh, it, it certainly seems like one, if they get hot at, at the right point in time, uh, there definitely yeah. could be a run here, a uh, really good win here uh, at home versus Xavier. Yeah, I, I'm really liking this Marquette uh, team. You know, they've won their last three against, uh, oh gosh, uh, Seton Hall, um, Villanova, and Xavier. Uh, so really good wins back to back to back there. Uh, I could see them getting into the tournament. This is going to be, this Marquette team's going to be one of those 10, 11, 12 seeds that you do not want to play if you're a, a five, six, or seven seed, because I think if they get things figured out, they could go deep. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, last one, uh, result probably not all that shocking, but I, I'm just – we talked about Oregon a little bit uh, on our, our Thursday show, but uh, Washington beat up on Oregon 84-56. I, I'm beginning to think this Oregon team might be the second-best team in the Pac-12. Yep. I, I mean, it's a jumbled group there with Arizona, UCLA, USC, and Oregon, but uh, – they really seem to have found themselves. I'm curious where you sort of put Oregon right now. 
well, beginning of the year, I thought Oregon could compete to be one of the best teams in the country, and uh, they kind of let me down. But I think this is a completely different Oregon team playing now. Uh, I definitely put them up there. Uh, they're going to slowly climb back up and um, watch out because I think they're going to be near the top once we get to the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I, I think they will definitely be uh, right up there with them. I'm, I, I'm just watching them. I find it hard to separate them uh, from Arizona and uh, UCLA right now. I think USC's probably a little bit uh, dropped uh, further than they are. But uh, nonetheless, I I really like the way this Oregon team uh, has has sort of found their form. And they they always sort of do this. They like to make those uh, sort of late Pac-12 runs. And I think we both jump on them in the NCAA tournament and end up, uh, you know, a little disappointed when they uh, lose in the Sweet 16. But uh, nonetheless, uh, they're looking good. All right, let's get into the week games we got upcoming uh, this week. Uh, So... We're going to have a little fun here. Uh, We got all the games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, Monday, the lines are already up, but Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm going to give the lines I think that probably they will be. Our man Dynamite Dave is going to give a little bit of a pick on uh, these games, uh, and we'll see where we land. So uh, we're going to start out Monday uh, with a big, big matchup in the A-Sun. I I know he's big on the A-Sun. You're challenging me here. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, we got Bellarmine uh, and Jacksonville State, the probably two maybe of the top three teams in this conference. Uh, Jacksonville State's a seven-point favorite here. I I, I really like this uh, Bellarmine team. Uh, granted, I, I usually take them at home. They seem to be a little bit better home team than road team, but uh, Jacksonville State, seven points here in uh, A-Sun showdown. Give me Jacksonville State at home. Oh, going with Jacksonville State. Now, they have probably been the better uh, team on the year, but uh, I'm riding my Bellamine Knights and taking the plus seven. uh, Marking these down? I'm marking (laughs) them down. uh, 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 I don't know if real money wager will be placed on the plus seven on Bellamine. So that's probably a little bit of a paper uh, pick here and uh, probably – not quite as confident as I'd like to be, but uh, I, I'm really interested to see how this game plays out, uh, two of the top teams. We mentioned in the Colonial, Talent, Townsend has a chance to bounce back. Uh, we'll go two for one here because this uh, is a weird COVID situation. Townsend plays at Delaware on Monday, minus one and a half, and then Delaware goes to Townsend on Thursday. At, I, I put the line at minus five uh, here because I think Townsend's probably the better team uh, but uh, where are you sitting here? It's probably hard to make up a, a pick because uh, you probably want to know who wins Monday's game because you'll probably take the opposite team on Thursday in such a, a short turnaround here. But uh, where are you going? Townsend, Delaware, Monday minus one and a half. Delaware, Townsend, uh, Townsend minus five on Thursday. Monday, I'm going to take Delaware minus the one and a half. And then I'm going to take the Towson minus the five on Thursday. I think uh, I don't think Delaware is going to take both of these it's like you said a lot of times these these uh these back-to-back games more often than not they end in a split uh but i think delaware is going to take this first one yeah i i think i'm riding with you here uh same sort of feel on both uh you know i i like townsend uh <clears throat> You know, at home, and I like Delaware at home, especially Delaware minus one and a half at home tonight. And then I think Delaware 
quick turnaround going into Townsend on Thursday. Uh, probably uh, really tough if they win that night. Now, uh, that can all change if Townsend goes in there and wins. And uh, we have a quick turnaround the other way. But uh, next up, uh, interesting matchup in the uh, ACC. We haven't really touched on Virginia. Definitely not uh, sort of... Uh, I, I can't say your father's Virginia team. Uh, well, no, you probably can't because those are Ralph Sampson teams. Uh, <laughs> probably not your uh, uh, brother's uh, 1990s Virginia team uh, here. Uh, definitely not their best team in, in a long time, but uh, still can occasionally throw out a result here. Uh, minus five for Virginia tonight versus Louisville. Uh, you mentioned uh, you still had a little faith in Louisville here. Where are you leaning on this uh, game tonight? Yeah, this is a pick I've already locked in. I'm I'm actually really liking Louisville plus the five tonight. Uh, I think both of these teams kind of have struggles, but Virginia just really seems like they're in no man's land. They have no identity whatsoever. Uh, Louisville seems to have a little bit of an identity. They just can't manage to put it together uh, consistently enough, but I think they're going to put it together tonight. I love getting the five points with Louisville here. It's a good thing they didn't pay Chris Mack a, a whole lot of money to leave Xavier and come uh, to coach Louisville. Oh, uh, wait. Um, never mind. Uh, next up, I, I'm leaning uh, – Virginia win here, but I think point-wise, uh, you'd probably be smart to take the spread because I, I don't think uh, the way either of these teams uh, plays lends itself to a, a wide margin of victory on either side. I think five's a little much even in a road game. But uh, next up on the ACC slate, uh, Virginia Tech, North Carolina. North Carolina minus four and a half. Virginia Tech, uh, non-conference, played pretty good basketball. But since they've moved into the ACC, I, I think they've sort of – been found out and probably are the lower tier team. Uh, is this a North Carolina uh, blowout or a North Carolina getting blown out uh, situation here? I think this is one North Carolina could win big here. I'm going to take North Carolina minus the four and a half. I think they're going to bounce back and have a pretty good offensive showing tonight. Yeah, I, I lean definitely uh, North Carolina on this one. I think they can uh, sort of beat up on these teams, and they pretty much have anyone that doesn't have sort of their class of player, they seem to dominate. Now, when they have stepped up in competition, uh, they've been dominated, but uh, they seem to beat up on these teams pretty good. So I think that four and a half number is pretty nice there. Uh, really, really nice game in the Big 12. Texas Tech goes to Kansas. Kansas, seven-point favorite here. Uh, where are you leaning on this one? Kansas, we didn't talk about this, survived a scare against yeah. Kansas State today. Uh, that was her back in uh, – Kansas State actually led the majority of that game. Kansas pulled it out there at the end. Um, you know, if I was picking this straight up, I like Kansas, but seven points is just a little much for me. I think this Texas Tech team is, is, is really solid. I'm going to take Texas Tech plus the seven. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you on this. I, I think uh, Texas Tech plus the seven, probably the play. Uh, I, I think that's a couple too many points uh, here, and I just I, I like the tempo Texas Tech's probably going to play this game at. Lends itself to a, a nice cover on the seven. Uh, next up, two teams who have sort of struggled in conference play. Uh, St. John's goes to Seton Hall. St. John's probably been a little worse than Seton Hall in conference play. Seton Hall, seven-point favorites. They, they do play much, much better at home than on the road. Uh, mm -hmm. Where are you leaning? on St. John's Seton Hall here. 
I like the Seton Hall team. I'm going to take the minus the seven. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, Seton Hall uh, always been good at home. I think they blow this one out. I I haven't liked the way St. John's has looked uh, of recent. Not been uh, good basketball. Now we go to the Big Sky, a big showdown in the Big Sky. Uh, Weaver State has two uh, big time games playing the other two top teams in the Big Sky. Uh, this one, Weaver State goes to Southern Utah. Southern Utah, two and a half point favorites. Uh, where are you leaning on Weaver State versus? Southern Utah here. Uh, can't say this is going to be one I'm. I'm really keeping an Hell eye on. The but show I, Arsenault uh, no longer plays on Weber State. <laughs> I'm going to take Southern Utah. Go with the home team here, minus two and a half. Yeah, uh, interesting slate here for Weber State because uh, they play, uh, you know, Northern Colorado later in the week. Uh, so they got a tough slate, uh, double road game, Southern Utah, Northern Colorado, hard places to go. Uh, I, I definitely re- lean Southern Utah here, minus uh, two and a half uh, on this one. I, I think that's good value, uh, though I think Weber State's probably the uh, uh, better team here. But uh, next up, we go to Tuesday's big game, uh, Michigan State versus Illinois. Uh, Illinois coming off the bad loss. Michigan State coming off a nice win off a bad loss. Uh, I put the line here, Illinois minus four and a half. Uh, as, uh, you know, almost a, a five-point favorite at home. They've been pretty good home team here. Uh, where are you leaning on four and a half for Illinois? I think given Michigan State four and a half points is a little more generous than the bookmakers might be. So I'm going to take the four and a half with Michigan State. I I think end of the day, they're the better team. Uh their record may not say it yet, but I, I like this Michigan State team better than Illinois. Yeah, I, I just think the uh, home court here uh, will play out, and uh, I like uh, Illinois at minus that four-and-a-half number. I put it a little higher just because I think a tough midweek road game, they might bump that up uh, just a tad and uh, sort of ignore uh, the uh, road result for Illinois last week. Uh, we'll see how uh, that one plays out. Uh, next up, uh, I just found this game interesting because uh, one Temple was starting to play really good basketball, and then uh, they basically missed uh, the last month of the season. They're popping back. Cincinnati's been a little bit hot, hot and cold. Uh, I put uh, Cincinnati as two and a half point favorites here versus Temple. Uh, where are you leaning on this one, uh, Cincinnati versus Temple? I'm going to take the Bearcats uh, minus the two and a half. I I, I think they're. Uh experience is going to pay out here yeah i I just i I want to take temple in this game i'm curious where this spread is because uh games like this i didn't quite know how to read a spread because you know if if this had been temple coming off you know uh, a nice solid four game stretch before they had to miss basically uh the last two and a half weeks of a season I, I might lead Temple here, but because they haven't really played, Cincinnati's you know been in the mix the last couple of weeks. I probably lead Cincinnati uh, as well here. Uh, we go to the MAC, another showdown. Uh, Buffalo, probably uh, the third best team in the MAC, goes to Toledo. I put Toledo as seven and a half point favorites here uh, at home. Uh, where are you leaning, Buffalo, Toledo? Um, you know I. We'll see here. Uh, I'm going to take the seven and a half with Buffalo. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Seven and a half. Yeah, I, I think Buffalo goes down there uh, after a nice win by Toledo. I look for a little bit of a letdown game here. So uh, I like Buffalo. Play good basketball. I think they'd cover that uh, seven and a half uh, number. Uh, next up in the Big Ten, you got Maryland versus Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers uh, continues to be a good home team, terrible road team. Maryland's starting to get hot here. I, I put Rutgers at 
five and a half point uh, favorite uh, at home here. Uh, where are you leaning Maryland Rutgers uh, on Tuesday night? Um, you know, I'm back and forth on this team. Maryland just got a, uh, a big win, but going in on the road again, I'm going to take Rutgers minus the five and a half. Yeah, I, I'd lean Rutgers five and a half on this one too. I just think at home, they're, they're a totally different team, and I'm not quite trusting Maryland uh, even after a couple nice wins here. A nice <coughs> one in the SEC during the week, Mississippi State versus Kentucky. Uh, Mississippi State uh, – been uh, a little sneaky. They're not quite at TCU's level, but uh, they they have pretty solid wins uh, on the year. Uh, they haven't beaten anybody great, but uh, they win the games uh, they're supposed to win. Going to Kentucky on Tuesday night, I put Kentucky as 12.5-point favorites in this one. Uh, I, I, where are you going on this? Uh, I like 12.5 points for Mississippi State. I think this is a good team. They're kind of up and down. Uh, you know, they've had a couple tough losses, but I, 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 I think – they're right up in there with the uh, good SEC teams, and I think they're going to battle. And uh, getting double digits, I'm going to take. Yeah, I, I would lean Kentucky here. I, I just <laughs> I don't know if Mississippi State quite will have the offense to uh, you know keep up with Kentucky on that side of the ball. So uh, I'd go uh, Kentucky minus the 12 and a half. Uh, next up, we talked about it: uh, Texas versus TCU. TCU, another tough game during the week. Uh, I, I put TCU as a one point favorite. Uh, Probably would have had Texas about a two-point favorite uh, before the uh, Iowa State uh, uh, win uh, for TCU. But I think uh, at home, TCU's probably at least earned a, a maybe a, a one to pick them a sort of game here. Texas-TCU, where are you leaning? Uh, I'm going to take Texas here, plus the one. I, I I think TCU, you know, they got that big upset. But uh, I, I think Texas is starting to play better basketball, um, more like they were at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to take Texas. Yeah, I, I think I'll ride TCU here. I, I think TCU's uh, sort of found a rhythm. Uh, this is Jamie Dixon's probably best team he's had in a while uh, at TCU after getting off to a hot start. He had a couple, you know, sort of poor seasons uh, there. But I, I, I sort of like this team. So I, I'm going TCU on the minus one here. We go to the Mountain West. Uh, Nevada coming off a nice win versus Fresno. Goes to my boys uh, versus Colorado State. Uh, Colorado State, I put 12 and a half point favorites here. Nevada, Colorado State, what are you thinking here? Uh, I'm going to take Colorado State minus 12 and a half. I think they're far and away the best team in this conference and they're going to blow out Nevada at home. Yeah, I'm starting to win you over with my boys, the Rams. Uh, I'm leaning Colorado State too. Uh, I think they blow Nevada out, who's uh, been sort of mediocre even after that nice win versus Fresno. Uh, continue in the Mountain West, uh, Wyoming, Boise State, another really good matchup. Here, I put Boise State as six-and-a-half-point favorites. That might have been a little bit bloated, but uh, yeah. I I just think uh, Boise State at home, they probably won't want to uh, give a line under, you know, uh, five. Uh, because this Wyoming team, I, I don't know if people are paying attention, uh, but they're yeah. pretty solid basketball team here with some uh, solid players. So uh, I went Boise State minus six-and-a-half. I actually like this Wyoming team. They got robbed yeah. the other night, and, uh, you know, Boise State, 
doesn't put a whole lot of points on. So I think getting six and a half here for Wyoming is good. I think this could be a really close matchup. Yeah, so I'm going to take Wyoming. Plus I points. think this will be a close, uh, you know, tight matchup as well. So uh, I, I would probably take the points there with Wyoming, but uh, really interested to watch this game during the week. And then Tuesday, uh, the big Pac-12 showdown, uh, Arizona at UCLA. I put UCLA as six-point favorites here at home. Uh, I think you have to boost UCLA up a little bit here because Arizona, we've talked about it, has really played one uh you know team who we'd consider a, a top tier team and, and that was versus uh, Tennessee and I, I they didn't win that game uh so I I thought UCLA'd be a, a pretty solid favorite here at home yeah I want to like this Arizona team I, I I like their roster I like the the style they play uh but again uh they're gonna have to prove it to me and I don't know if this is gonna be it I think UCLA is gonna win this one big I'm gonna take UCLA minus the six yeah, uh, I, I think I take spread-wise uh, Arizona, but I do think UCLA wins this game. I just think it, it'll take a couple more, uh, you know, sort of scab wins here for Arizona to sort of get used to playing this type level. They're about to go through that. Uh, I think yeah. as they sort of step up in competition, they'll sort of find their rhythm and then start to play these teams a little better. But, uh, you know, it, it's I, I think this will be a level jump and they won't quite be ready for it here in this game. But I, I thought six might be a little much. So I'd probably grab Arizona and the points in this one. All right, Wednesday, uh, interesting game in the Big 12. Uh, I don't think it's quite uh, sort of loser leaves town uh, yet here, but uh, it, I think a loss definitely hurts uh, yeah. whoever ends up losing this game here. Oklahoma goes to West Virginia, made West Virginia four-and-a-half-point favorites here at home. Uh, where are you leaning on this one? I actually think I'm going to take Oklahoma plus yeah. the points here. Uh, I just I think I buy them as a legitimate contender a little bit more. I think they've got some more significant wins than West Virginia. So I, I think they're going to go on the road and, and, and give West Virginia all they want. And I'll take the points here. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably end up dying with uh, Bobby Huggins this season. I'd probably lean West Virginia here uh, just because this is such a tough road uh, game for these uh, teams out in the Big 12. Uh, you know, I. I, I'd probably lean West Virginia, but I wouldn't be stunned if they had they they've just been poor in the Big Twelve. I thought Oklahoma has looked better uh, versus higher level competition so far, but I, I lean West Virginia at home here. Uh, next up, Florida versus Tennessee. Uh, this Florida team, I have basically no read on uh, whatsoever. Uh, they lose terrible games versus bad teams. Uh, they seem to be able to hang with pretty good teams. They have a nice win versus Florida State where they spanked them earlier in the year. Uh, but no read on Florida. Uh, I think I got a pretty good read on Tennessee. They tend to make Tennessee lines a little bloated. So I, I went with nine and a half on the Tennessee line here. Uh, I thought that was pretty solid uh, number there. Tennessee, uh, Florida, nine and a half. Where are you going? You know, even with that bloated line, I think I'm going to take Tennessee minus the nine and a half here, and I'm going to tell you why. Florida is playing tonight at Ole Miss. Yeah, um, They're going to have to turn around, uh, hit the bus or the plane, and come straight to Knoxville. Get ready for the game Wednesday night in Knoxville. So just one day off between those two road games. And I think that's going to be hard coming in against a really good defensive team in Tennessee. Uh, and so Dennis, Tennessee should be able to dictate uh, how they want that game to go. So I'm going to take Tennessee minus the nine and a half. 
Yeah, I, I think I'd ride Tennessee minus the nine and a half too. I, I I've been pretty successful in uh, taking against Tennessee because I thought they've bloated the lines a little bit, but I, I just I I don't have a great feel on this Florida team, and I don't think they're capable of sort of putting together two uh, road games in a row like that. So I think that's a definite letdown game versus Tennessee there. Uh, next up, we go to the Big South and a Big South showdown. Uh, two best teams out of the Big South: Winthrop, South Carolina Upstate. Uh, I made Winthrop a three-point favorite on the road here. Uh, I'm curious where you're leaning on this one. I, I like USC Upstate plus the three oh, and a half. Oh, right uh, in the Upstate. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. I'm going Winthrop because when it comes to the Big South, uh, I always take Winthrop because <laughs> uh, they always win the Big South. So I've uh, been a, a really good sort of team out of the Big South for a while. Uh, Upstate uh, played pretty solid basketball this year, but uh, I think Winthrop uh, goes in there and uh, gets the win, even as a favorite here. I'd probably be tough to take them as a road favorite. I wouldn't advise putting money on it, but uh, nonetheless, I, I think Winthrop's just the better team. All right. Uh, Really, really nice showdown in the Big East. Uh, excited for this one on Wednesday. Providence goes to Xavier. Uh, I put Xavier as eight and a half point favorites uh, at home here. Uh, they've been just a, a dominant home team uh, this season. Uh, so uh, I put, I added about an extra point or two onto what I think the line would be on a neutral site uh, for these two teams. I think Xavier's probably the better team. Uh, Providence is. You know, uh, I think stunned us all a little bit with how good they have been. Uh, So uh, Xavier, eight and a half first Providence. Where are you leaning on this one? Uh, You know, Xavier tends to, if if they're going to win a game, they're going to win it big. So I'm going to lean Xavier here on the points. But I like this Providence team, but um, they're really going to have to string together some wins. This is an opportunity for them to prove uh, to everyone how good of a a team they are. But I just don't think they're going to quite get it done. Give me Xavier minus eight and a half. Yeah, uh, I, I think Xavier's probably the play here. Uh, I'm curious to see how Providence handles uh, going into this environment on the road. Next, we go to the other side of the Big South, the other two uh, teams in the Big South here, North Carolina A&T versus my boys from Longwood. Uh, really big fan of Longwood this year. I, I hope they make a, a play and get in the tournament. I like this Longwood team. Uh, Longwood, I've made nine and a half point favorites. I, I think sort of of those three teams, Winthrop, UC Upstate, Longwood, and A&T, I think A&T is the poor one. So uh, I think Longwood uh, continues to dominate uh, in the Big South this year. Yeah, I'll take the home team. Double digits here. All right. Oh, my man, I got him on the Longwood trade. All right. Into the American East. We go with the two top teams out of there. Vermont, Stony Brook. Uh, I don't really know how good Stony Brook is. Uh, I know Vermont is always, uh, you know, really, really good. Always has solid players. Uh, Stony Brook, uh, been solid this year. Uh, I probably ride uh, Stony Brook at plus uh, six and a half here at home, but I think Vermont's probably the better team uh, overall and probably sneaks out a win here. Yeah, I think you hit the line right on the money here. I like this Vermont around, you know, five to eight points. So I'm, I'm going to take the Vermont minus the six and a half. I think they're the much better team. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of can they cover those points. Yeah, definitely so. All right, interesting one in the Big 12. I don't think it's quite loser leaves town, but I do think Iowa State needs to get back on track. Hard place to go down there and do it in uh, – Yeah. 
Oklahoma City, but Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Uh, I, I put Oklahoma State as three-point favorites. I might be uh, sort of overvaluing Iowa State, but I still think there's a, a good basketball team there. So uh, where are you going, Oklahoma State minus three versus Iowa State? I actually think you're overvaluing Oklahoma State here a oh. little bit. Uh, I think they've got some good home wins, but uh, I, I, I still think this Iowa State team's better despite, you know, some recent bad losses. So I'm going to take Iowa State getting points here. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to ride Iowa State uh, as well, at, uh, plus the three. Really, really like that one. All right, uh, fun showdown in the Big East here. Marquette goes to Seton Hall. Uh, Seton Hall been a really good home team. Uh, Marquette uh, in a really good stretch uh, right now. I put Seton Hall as six-and-a-half-point favorites here. Uh, does Marquette continue the hearts? streak uh does Seton Hall sort of get back on track I know it's a two-game week for them here so uh, that might be a little bit difficult uh but uh Marquette Seton Hall Seton Hall six and a half I don't know if Marquette can pull off the sweep on uh, the season sweep on Seton Hall here, but I definitely think they can keep this within six and a half. So I'm going to take Marquette plus the six and a half. Yeah, I, I, I that's where I struggled making this line because Seton Hall has the two games this week, but I, I'm just yeah. I, I don't know if Marquette can season sweep Seton Hall, especially going there on the road. Uh, so yeah. it was hard to make that line because I didn't want to make it too low. Because uh, I think if you go under uh, five here, I think everybody's, uh, you know, uh, sort of jumping on stuff here. So uh, Seton Hall minus six and a half uh, for me uh, on this one. Uh, I, I think they get a little bit of a blowout. We get sort of uh, the other side of Marquette in this one. Next up, interesting game. I talked about Davidson playing good basketball. VCU comes to town. VCU, not great, but sort of uh, middle of the pack. Uh, always difficult to play. Uh, Davidson's the better team. I made Davidson a seven-point favorite here. Uh, does Davidson uh, continue to play a really good, efficient offensive basketball, get the win here? Yeah, I think them being at home, I think their offense is going to continue to roll. They'll cover the seven. All right. Uh, I, I think Davidson continues to roll here, though. Uh, I really uh, sort of like this VCU team. Uh, disappointed with some of their losses. I, I don't know if they're going to be quite good enough to sneak an at-large bid. They'll really have to go on a hot stretch uh, to get into there. Uh, SEC, uh, we're going A&M versus LSU. A&M's got, had gotten a couple tough losses here. I think this is a really difficult road game for them to pick up. Uh, I put LSU as 12-point favorites on this one. Uh, A&M, LSU where are you looking on this one well you know if you look at lsu they're a struggling team they've lost three in a row you know what a, a team a downward spiraling team needs a coach with composure guess what will wade is he is not a coach with composure uh this is one i'm gonna eye if this if this line's this big i may take a&m money line upset here i like a&m in this one to go in uh i'm gonna take all those points and like i said i may be eyeballing the upset pick yeah, I, I just think LSU gets back on track here, shuts down that a and team uh, at, at home and uh, gets back on track. I don't know if they cover it uh, on 12. Uh, I probably wouldn't put money on that. If it went under 10, uh, I'd probably ride, uh, you know, LSU there. Very curious what this line's going to pop up as. Uh, I mentioned the Big Sky Conference. Got a big one here. Stephen F. Austin goes to Seattle. I talked about the weirdness that's going on in Seattle. Now, 
They have played a pretty soft uh, slate of Big Sky teams uh, that is concurred with their win streak. They're about to hit the uh, really, really good teams here. Stephen F. Austin's the first one to go up there. Uh, granted, that is a very, very difficult road trip um, to make, uh, but uh, I, I put Seattle as three-and-a-half-point favorites on this one. Which way are you leaning on that? I'm going to take Stephen F. Austin straight up here. I think they're going to go in and get the win. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I got my eye on this one, I, I must say. <laughs> if they make Seattle favorites, I, I'm I'm going to sort of start to grab these uh, other top-tier Big Sky teams. I, I think Seattle comes back to earth uh, a little bit uh they were so poor at the start of the season. Now, granted, maybe they were poor because their coach was big dick and they all hated him. I don't know. But uh, it seems weird that they were that bad and then all of a sudden they go on this uh, long winning streak and are dominating teams. So uh, I'm riding Stephen F. Austin, certainly if they're getting points here versus Seattle. All right, let's move to Thursday. Not as deep a slate on Thursday as it usually is, uh, but a couple uh, decent games. We already talked about Delaware and Townsend in the uh, sort of double up home and home. Uh, we'll move to Ohio State and uh, Minnesota. Uh, this Minnesota team has not played good conference basketball. It seems like they uh, sort of do the same thing every year, no matter who the coach. Uh, Non-conference, they uh, sort of get out to a hot start, get into conference, uh, start losing games. Nonetheless, tough road game to go there uh, for Ohio State. Uh, I made Ohio State a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Uh, where are you leaning? I'm, I'm leaning Ohio State here. I think they'll go in and get it done. Uh, I think they may end up being larger favorites than what you think, but uh, uh, I'm definitely going to take Ohio State minus one and a half. Yeah, uh, I, I probably uh, I need probably three points on the Minnesota side to uh, sort of take them. Uh, if they made it around one and a half, I'd probably lean Ohio State. Uh, really interested to see how that line goes, but uh, at one and a half, I lean Ohio State on that one. Back uh, to the big sky, I talked about Weber State's uh, difficult little stretch here. Uh, they go to Northern Colorado. I put Northern Colorado as two-and-a-half-point uh, favorites here. Uh, curious, more big sky action. Where are you leaning big sky, Weber State, Northern Colorado? I picked against them earlier. Uh, I'm going to take them here. I'm going to take Weber State uh, plus the two-and-a-half. Yeah, I, I think Weber State's a better basketball team than Northern Colorado. Granted, Northern Colorado's uh, played really, really good basketball uh, so far this year. Probably, I, I think I'd lean them as a favorite right now. But I, I think a little bit of a collapse is coming for Northern Colorado. They have a, a very, very, very nice home field advantage. Uh, granted, a handful of these teams have altitude, but uh, Northern Colorado, really, really difficult place uh, to play. And uh, I, I think... Uh, They'll hold on here at home. Uh, next up, New Orleans, Houston Baptist. Showdown in the Southland here uh, as the uh, two top teams sort of uh, play uh, battle here. New Orleans goes to Houston Baptist. I think New Orleans is a much better team than Houston Baptist, uh, but uh, still a difficult road trip for them. I got New Orleans as a one-point favorite here. Where are you leaning on this? I'm, I'm going to take New Orleans here for sure. Yeah, me too. I, I ride New Orleans, and uh, I, I think they're going to win this uh, Southland Conference, uh, especially with a couple of those uh, normal Southland teams uh, down a little bit this year. All right, to the Big Ten. I, I struggled with this line a little bit. Uh, Purdue versus Iowa. Uh, I, I I'd take the over in this one would be my first lean, but uh, I made Iowa one-point home favorite here. Uh, where are you going, Purdue, Iowa? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Purdue here. I think they're going to get a little momentum and win both their games this week. So I'm going to take Purdue plus the one. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to sit with Iowa here. I'm curious where this line actually comes in at. 
But I think it'll be too tough for a road game for Purdue there. All right, uh, to the West Coast Conference. Good matchup here. I'm really interested to see because I I think two teams out of the West Coast Conference gets in. They might could stick a third, and I think it'll probably be a fight between one of these two teams, and their head-to-head matchup be really, really important. So St. Mary's versus San Francisco. I put San Francisco as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Where are you going here? Uh, The Gales or the Dons? I'm taking St. Mary's plus the points. All right, I'm going the other side of things. I'm going the pride of the Bill Cartwrights, the San Francisco Dons, at minus two and a half on this one. We'll watch this game together Thursday night. Yeah, I think we uh, probably should because this is good basketball here, St. Mary's versus San Francisco. Two really, really fun teams to watch. All right, lastly, out in the Pac-12, we haven't talked about Stanford a little bit. I I think they're a little sneakier uh, than people think. I did put USC as a 12-point favorite here. Uh, I don't know if it'll get to double digits, but uh, I I think Stanford's a little better than people think, and I think USC's a little worse than people think. Uh, But USC, 12-point favorite versus Stanford at home. Where are you going there? I think uh, USC, they've got a couple good matchups this week uh, against opponents. I think USC needs these weaker opponents. I'm not as big of a believer in Stanford as you. I think USC, uh, both tonight and Thursday night, are going to win double digits. I'm going to take them to cover minus 12. Yeah, uh, I'm going to continue to ride the Stanford team. I I think they're sneaky and have a way of staying in game. It's not always all that pretty, but they they tend to stay in games here. So I like Stanford uh, on that one. Uh, Curious what that number is going to come in uh, as. All right, those are our best games during the week. Uh, So we'll be back on uh, uh, Thursday night. Show will probably pop up on uh, Friday uh, so we can preview the weekend, take a look back at what went down on the week. Uh, But uh, that's our college basketball show, The Road to Madness. Be sure to like and subscribe. That's our show, and we're out. Go!